Bye. This is James Pilot. Sorry to drop into your podcast feed like this and announce like you don't have enough podcasts already. Yeah. Well, this is The Ramble. And what is that? Well, it's my new true crime podcast where I essentially rephrase Wikipedia articles with ominous music in between. Yeah. It's not politics and it's not Tumblr. We have enough of that. Essentially, basically, it was just me talking, rambling. I have a subject, oh, believe me, and I never know exactly where it's going to take me. And that always takes me to a place where I say, you've said enough, shut up, and then I do. That's basically the ramble. So, it's rebooted. We had season one yarn and yarn ago, and now here we are with more. As you can see me every other week or so here on the Ricochet Podcast Network. And thanks for subscribing. Thanks for listening. Let's begin. Hey, you're just the guy I want to talk to. Where are you phoning from? Whoa, let me do the talking. Let me do the talking. Whoa! Look, I understand him all right. He's a reactionary, a throwback to the 20th century. Whoa! I'm James Lalex, and this is The Ramble. Thanksgiving. And we all know what that means, of course. Turkey with all the trimmings. Trimmings. Nobody ever uses that word except when they're describing those things which are adjacent to the bird. Right? What's for dinner tonight? I was just going to have some trimmings. Nobody says, more trimmings, please. No, you refer to them specifically. Or afterwards, you heap praise on them individually. Oh, that's a great sweet potato. Oh, that lapsa. Hmm. Those green beans with a bunch of little onions on top? Don't eat them myself personally. I find the whole thing revolting, but aesthetically, just a really nice looking. Never had a bad Thanksgiving. I'm sure that's a lie. I'm sure I've had some which were remarkably substandard or fraught or disappointing or this, that, or the other, but who remembers? Who wants to remember? I mean, if I wanted to dig deep down in my memory, I could find a place where there was some inter family dispute or something was said. Well, I mean, you know, I'd rather just retcon it all and say it was happy. Because it was. It was. There have been um, about 18 of them here at my house. I think we've had one went to my sister and I. We went to Fargo a few times. Fargo to the Holiday Inn. Now, you want an experience. You go to Thanksgiving at the Fargo Holiday Inn, this big, huge ballroom. It's, it's, there's such a crowd that they have, to, they have to pull back the partition, the divider that separate the convention hall. And then there's two tables, there's two wait stations where they're carving it out. They have turkey, and of course, there's roast beef, which I, I, I don't know about that. I don't know. I don't know. And then you can scoff if you like, but if you don't want to cook, or you don't have a ton of money, or this is the greatest thing that your family's done all year, you can peel off a couple of bills, and you can feed everybody until they are bursting. And the bounty is extraordinary. Well, it, it reminds me of going to Bonanza Steakhouse when I was a kid. Because at the end, after you got your Texas toast and the rest of it, there'd be this big area of crushed ice with little glass dishes and all the dishes were the dessert. Now, at Fiddler or Bonanza, of course, you take one. But at the Holiday Inn, all you can eat, you can take two, you can take three. It was wonderful. And with turkey, I have absolutely no desire to cook it ever. I just remember being with my family and daughter being young and probably still smelling of chlorine from the pool the night before and then going out in the absolute bitter cold with the snow drifting across the parking lot and looking all the way back across the town for the rifle. Oh, that's good. 
this year. Not, it's anomalous. Not crazy about it. Daughter's going to be away. Um, things have combined so there's not going to be people over at the house. We won't be playing games as we usually do after the uh, turkey and trimmings have been set aside. Games. Some of which I like, some of which I don't. Uh, it, it's fun to play Password, for example, with a non-native speaker. That is not being French. That is uh, fine. We would play charades. We would play just to, just to just to keep the evening going and give everybody a nice big old welp of time to go. In, in the Minnesota tradition, when you say welp, and you flap your legs and you get up, that indicates you're about you, you know it's about you're about 30 minutes from leaving the house because after that you have to say some things. Then you move to the kitchen where the women folk all package up the leftovers and uh, talk about who's going to get what, and then you have to move to the door, and then the men are standing over the top of the place looking at their watches while the women folk say something else, and God knows what there's left to talk about, but you do. And then if it's warm enough, you walk them out to the car, and eventually you get to the car, and you have a little conversation again at the door, and then they get into the car, and then they roll the window down, and they talk some more until eventually they go. I'm from that culture, and I am, I have, I have none of those instincts in me. When I slap my thighs, Welp, I'm going. That's it. I ain't hanging around anymore. I've said all I need to say. Anyway. Well, this year, of course, means no leftovers. Yes. Well, maybe not a bad idea when it comes to the desserts because, oh, yeah, I've decided that I'm going to be cutting down on sugar. This is something that's really not going to happen. Why? Well, because I've been just feeling a little... Um, the word I'm looking for. Bulbous, inflated, grotesque, ridiculous or not, can't still fit. But I don't know, 10 years ago I decided to drop about 10 pounds. I cut out all the carbs and I ate meat. I ate meat. And I also ate meat. Uh, for snacks, I had meat. Breakfast, <laughs> I ate. And meat. This is, it, you know, and I've been doing this again back then because I don't know the possibility of Yankee Cruise. There, and I would like to sit out on a deck chair and not feel like I've passed into very late middle-aged lumpiness. Aside from being hit in the weight, I suppose, and exercising, doing more walks downtown and the rest of it. You know, but then I think about the cruise and the general population on a cruise ship. You know, it's red and they're puffed and frosted with white chest hair, tufts of which actually come out of their ears. And they are absolutely indifferent to judgment. Why shouldn't I join them? It's easy. Why, why deny myself for three months and just eat nothing but bacon and meat so that I can you know, walk around on the cruise ship and uh, feel turned? Because I'm vain. That's why. But so far, so good. I used to start the day with a ration of cereal, a little sausage, and a hot sauce. Um, and about the hot sauce, uh, I'll get to that in a second. I... <laughs> At the end of the, uh, the cereal portion of my life, uh, I was finishing up the Pumpkin Spice Cheerios. They were on sale, and they were seasonally asked, so I decided to buy them. So, nice break from the Raisin Bran. Oh, in the Raisin Bran, I have all of the permutations. Crunch, cranberry, plain, the shellac with a banana slice is what I like to call poker chip. The hot sauces. Mm, I'd rotate through a whole little series of those to begin. I've got Green Cholula, which is good. Crybaby Craig, which is exceptional. Local, but it's dying to it. Sriracha, of course, and I, I regret this. There was a sriracha panic 
company is doing it. And two people say, oh, no, there's not going to be enough. What are we going to do? Oh, no, there's lawsuits against the company because it smells. Who would live next to the plant that makes that stuff from Japan about the smell? It's wonderful. But we were worried that there wasn't going to be sufficient sriracha because this was the hipster thing that you put on your spam and noodles at the Vietnamese pho place. I bought this, this enormous container, and I have not yet gotten through it. It has turned a deep, dark brick red. It's still good. But, Lord, it just has a long time to be here. Also, some Byerly's hot pickle hot sauce, of which I bought four bottles. And, unfortunately, it demands that it be refrigerated. Uh, they all want you to refrigerate your <laughs> No one's <laughs> going to do that. Cold hot sauce is just incontin- internally inconsistent concept. I mean, it can be spicy and cold. I get it. But cold hot sauce, no. There's got to be enough vinegar and whatever there to, to, to stave off whatever rot happens to the smell. But cold ketchup, no. You know, I'm sadly proud, I think, of the fact that I do not assign a particular hot sauce to a particular day. Well, if it's Tuesday, must be Chilini. Wednesday, must be Belgian hot sauce. Uh, given that I kind of live my life in this life on rails, habitual arrangement of order, this day on this, this day on that, it was entirely expected for me to arrange my hot sauces by the day. No, 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 no. I'm devil may care. Caution to the wind. Toss it all. Sometimes it's fried baby Greg's on a Tuesday and a Thursday. I know. Madness. Sheer madness. This man's just lost all sense of uh, propriety. So, if we are serious about this decarbon thing, though, that means that the crimp might bring a lobby pizza Wednesday. But yes, yes, I have the pizza every Wednesday. That's part of my routine. I'm sorry. That's just how it is. <coughs> it is. You can live with I go to the office, I walk around downtown, I build up a good appetite, I go for lobby pizza. And those guys, I mean, I remember the, during the, the dark days when there was nobody downtown, the only business that they had were the workers who were coming over from the public service construction trade. Businesses down Fourth were just tiny. Used to be you'd walk in there and there'd be a line out the door in the day for 25 days, massive setup. And then during the pandemic lockdown, there was only about five other people in the 52-story skyscraper. I would go down there, and there would be about four or five people, and nobody in line, everyone masked, and all the tables up, all the chairs up, because you know, you sat down in those old days at a desk. And there were no knives and forks, plastic tanks, because that would be contamination of touch. And I would talk to them every day, uh, every Wednesday, and we would talk about how things were and how things were going. It was one day before I went back downtown for the march away day when nobody was there. I was walking around downtown and I saw somebody walking out of my building. The white envelope that, 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 that had the logo, the pizza logo on it. And it was, it, it, it was, that meant that it was open. Nothing else was open. Everything was closed. Everything was gone. But the pizza was open? Must be the last man on earth and picking up a radio signal when he turned the dial. So I, to this day, the guy who's the manager on Wednesdays, we always sort of trade up who's there now, because it's good, more pizza there, more people. Coming back, we've been saying. Been coming back for a long time. I don't know what makes the people forget or really don't. It's not the sort of stuff that I usually like. Don't like New York pizza. And it's probably some of that. I think it maybe just take a, you know, a little brush and put a little grease on everything. And people start to... The slices have 
a significant amount, however, of uh, unadorned bread near the edge. And you know what the term for that is? When you order a pizza, you go to a pizza restaurant, and you eat everything except for the crusts, the absolute edge of it. We, used to, we used to call that the term is the bones. So the bones, bones that don't have any sauce, the bones that don't have any cheeses, it's just bread's good. Good enough. Some, t- you know, some pizza pies are going to top that thing, that sucker baby, right up to the margins. Like a deep dish, they got that little ridge there that can hold the lake of sauce. Other places will just have this sort of, you know, puffy hillock on the sort of crust area. It's not really pizza at all, but it's enjoyably flavored bread, you know, and it's connected to the pizza gestalt of that place. Um, lately, I have been actually upending the whole experience so that I slice the pizza with my knife and fork. Oh, I know. I said it. I admit it. I'm proud of it. Right? Okay, good. There you go. Um, and I've been sort of slicing out the crust and then having a little crust first so that the really good stuff with the meat and sauce I can get to later rather than ending up with the crust, which is ending up with something that is, you know, insubstantial to the rest of the pizza. But I can't do that anymore. It's nothing but bread. It's nothing but carbs. Please. That bread century top portion. Got to go. No. Got to go. Anyway, that's the Wednesday way of doing things. So somehow I'm going to have to incorporate pizza into a new kind of thing. Lunch is generally lunch at those times. Pastrami or roast beef or sliced chicken sandwich or a half slice of bread or a slice of bread sliced off with a ration of chips around. Chips gone. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's out of here. That's something pure, pure, pure caramel sauce. Um, I used to eat a half a bag of sorbet, but one bit down to that little corner of the bag. That's a big bit of bag. I'll write the whole bag, okay? And then, don't shame me. Two pieces of liquid, this fine local liquid, that's 60 calories. So I said, cut that in half, you got 30 calories. Hey, get rid of the chips, get rid of the, that, boil it down, walk a little bit more. Who knows? You know, you can do that. You can do that. I mean, you're looking cruise ready, baby. think about it, though, I went from one piece to two because I bought some new jeans at my old job, and they fit really well. I thought, wow, this is this is my college finish. I look fit. I can have real food. I can have two pieces of that. What I didn't know, of course, is that somewhere in the pan- pandemic, and I don't know if they were planning this as part of pandemic and the rest of it, but uh, they started adding a lot of gin to Gap Canada. They started adding a lot of spandex. And so what you think would be your size is probably a very generous representation of your actual size and how big you are. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, what else is there? Oh, there's the Halloween candy, which is still sitting in my drawer at work. And i got to go over there and ask for it because that just sits there and haunts you. It just begs for you to eat it. My wife had said, put aside some Butterfingers, please. So I put aside some Butterfingers. She's had like one-eighth of a Butterfinger. I played four hours of tennis as of yesterday. I mean, she's, <laughs> my wife is active in the sense that her nuclear tile is warm. Uh, but she can't bring herself to have a full Butterfinger. I, I, I know why, because there's a certain feral emotion, at least it takes over me, when you have chocolate, when you eat chocolate, and it sends out this imperative in the brain. It's very simple. It says, eat more. More of that. If you have a little piece of chocolate and it's good, then you realize, well, I can have, m- that, was, that, was, that was plenty of it. What else do we have? Well, we have an eighth of a bar of Fine, seventy percent cocoa, whatever the hell that means. Uh, in the freezer, it's going to be hard and it's going to be flavorless. Yeah, let's, let's have a little food with that, and then the whole thing's gone. It's all gone. It's all gone. Anyway, so I have um, fun size stuff still at work. Um, and at night, I've been having myself as a late night treat a, uh, a fun size 
Jesus the peanut butter cup. But these are not the regular size. There's not not just fun size, but Dionysian riot size. Pleasure beyond all all reason. Mad eyes rolling up into the skull size. Uh, and when I find it, I'm just I'm I'm just grabbing more, 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 more. That's what happens when you don't eat chocolate when you start up again. Ah, so if I don't eat another fun size Reese's peanut butter, what do I have? Oh, well, I've got a little foil wrapped bar of crackle or Mr. Goodbar. I have no idea what the difference. Mr. Goodbar always reminds me of Diane Keaton being murdered for having sex. I don't know how they got past that, but somehow they might. Maybe they didn't, and that's why you're just going to see a lot of Mr. Goodbars down the coast. Kids with Halloween stuff like they will, you know, put out a bowl of Mr. Goodbars and they say, "Ew, that was the name of a famous book that seemed to." Suggest that, that the promiscuity naturally comes to bad ends. Um, anyway, so I got that. So yeah, yeah, just throw them out. Throw them out. Throw them out. Throw them out. Never do. Never do. In the past, you used to be able to take them to work, right? You take them to work and drop them off on everybody else. And for, for some reason, if you have somebody else's candy at work, it doesn't count towards your own caloric intake. Now, if you eat the stuff that you bring, yes, it counts. But if somebody else brings Crackle, or Mr. Goodbar, or Zagnut, or Zero, who mentions a brand of course you never see anywhere else, uh, and you eat that, that, that doesn't count. It doesn't count. You didn't buy it, it doesn't count. But no more are there people at the office. So there's nobody to bring candy to. Well, I took some stuff that I, that I really was looking for. There was a Milky Way, for example, that contained nothing but caramel, which definitely, definitionally, cannot be a Milky Way. A Milky Way has to have nougat. And that nougat, by the way, is Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. That's what it was called. Minneapolis is the candy center. Milky Way got started here. Mr. Mars was here. And as was the other writer, the man who built my house. Many other people. We are candy, candy center of the world, practically. We invented the nougat, which you later find in these peanut chews. That's whipped fluff stuff. So a Milky Way without Minneapolis nougat is not that. It's just, it's just bit caramel. It's delicious. But man, you just know that this is the epitome of indulgence right here. So I brought a few to work, thinking that I would, you know, have some for somebody. Well, um, there was a co-worker at the office the other day, actually. It turned out, we were, we were talking, this was, this was a while back, we were talking Halloween. We talked about the new trick-or-treaters we get. And, uh, you know, we hadn't gotten we hadn't bought any candy because she, just, she needed to shut the door and turn off the lights, or she was at somebody else's house, or whatever. She had no leftover candy, so I went back to my desk and I got the um, the Milky Way, the all caramel, sinful, insanely, insanely licentious candy, and I gave it to her. I just dropped it off. Her. Okay, here you go. Here's here's the Milky Way. It's all caramel. If you want, I can fill it with heroin and, and some bacon to make it even healthier. And the next day, she's at the office again, and things happen away. Next door, next door, covered the court. And I went back to my desk, and I got another piece of candy. And I walked over, and I set it on the desk, and I walked away. And I heard her say afterwards, thank you, James. And I realized it had been a year since I'd heard my name spoken in the office. I went by the desk the next day, and she wasn't there because the court case was over, so she was done writing letters, and like anybody else would. And I put the I put it on the keyboard, and every day I've been there since. 
Mother's in the cubicle. How did you get back? So, well, you know, one day I walked past the cubicle and it was gone, and I know that she came in and saw it. She said, uh, or saw it. Thank you for that. Um, <laughs> one of my favorite people. One day, last Sunday, she was working, and I took my dad up to the office to show him my work. He's proud of it, and he's proud of me being there. So she was there tapping away, and they talked for a while, and she took the, she, I could tell that she took the instant full measure of my admiration for the work there. And she mentioned that once in a year or two later. She said, he is a cool dude. He's not like Dennis, but yeah, yeah, he is. I got to, <laughs> she said he was going to go on a diet. I got to go on a diet, Dennis. I got to go on a diet. He was never less than active. I mean, this guy was just hauling barrels and picking up things. And he was always into his 90s. He walked five miles and outside. I remember one day when he used to tell me he walked to the, the, the shopping center every day. He'd go to West Acres Mall and walk around like everybody else did. He walked outside. He'd ten above, and he would walk outside. Let me show you. He's always moving, but over the years, you know, the gut faults he got thicker. Hey, you know, I gotta, gotta get on a diet. And maybe because he just did what he wanted and knew it was right. He lived life right, right, right to the edge of the crest there and beyond. Whenever go out and he would remark that he shouldn't have this, but then he would. Then rarely, but okay. Well, we found out his house after he died. There was there, there wasn't any candy. There was no candy. There, there was a scround of that's the technical term. Ice cream, Chinese term, you know, and a scround. Uh, the scround of the ice cream that I had on Easter. And there was a pizza of the brand that I had on Easter. We'd never talked about Well, ice cream didn't do him in. Bread didn't do him in. Smoking killed my grandfather, actually, in as much as he went downstairs for his cigarettes and he fell through the earth. And he did his old gold. Loved his old gold. And, you know, my father tripped when he was getting up to freshen what he was drinking. Sometimes it's not the thing itself that you die from, but it's what you do to go get it, I guess. My grandfather was always skinny, by the way. And the more I look in the mirror, the more I see his ghost emerging. That's why I keep my stairs downstairs and upstairs. And I don't fall down. But I remember Thanksgiving with my grandfather. At some point, it shifted. At some point, they came to our house in Chicago because I'm getting old. My uh, mom said, paging Dr. Freud, Dr. Freud to the critic. And my, my mother would get this plate of relish. It was the relish plate. It had radishes, which were incredibly spicy. You could take your top off, or the top of your head off of them. It had, um, of course, celery, in case you wanted to really do something with your mouth that was a lot of work, produce its own floss and have no taste. And a couple other things like that, all of it. Dreadful stuff. I never had any of it, but you could not have Thanksgiving without the relish. The relish is distinct from the trimmings, just so you know. You've got your relish plate, which is cold, and you've got your trimmings, which are hot. And so I remember that Grandma and Grandpa came to our house, and then the next year they came to our house again. But before that, we'd gone out to the farm, and Grandma had made the turkey, and she'd made the stuffing, the potatoes, and everything else in the farmhouse kitchen. Grandpa had enjoyed it. Beer, grain bread, 
typical office that Grandpa would think of. And then he um, would have a cigarette, and he would go out to the car, and 30 minutes later, he remember, as every other time that we drove away, my grandfather standing in the window of the kitchen waving at the window. One of the true things about growing up as I did was that it was over the river and through the woods to grandmother and grandpa's house. It was literally that. And it was over the river and through the woods to get home after work. And really, Dennis, it was an enormous, vibrant field at the edge of the farm. And I don't know how well it stayed open. I don't know how, in, how long into the season. But every time we were coming back from Grandma and Grandpa's on a Sunday night, and I was tired, sleeping perhaps, and I would drift off. And then the car would make this change. It would have to turn 90 degrees to make this curve to get into the front. And if that woke me up, I don't know. But if I did, that's when I would be able to look up and I would see these great big faces up in the screen, smiling and laughing and talking and doing something. The outside world would go this big, enormous, glowing portal of people in my mind. So yeah, it was always comforting to go over the river and through the woods to grandmother's house for Thanksgiving. And to go over the river and through the woods to go home to the place where, where, right now that I think about it, there's somebody else who's making Thanksgiving there. We were the first family to live in that area. There's been more than any other family since. I have records, as a matter of fact, of what Thanksgiving was like here, thanks to the men who grew up here and left in our childhood. And so we have our Thanksgiving where they were. Obviously, a little different, a little more additions to it. But that door, that swinging door, is where the turkey comes from. This table right here is where their turkey was. Those beams that we see above, those light fixtures, those are original. That's what they turned on at the end of the evening when they played, played whist or whatever it was that they did after the turkey and the trimmings were done. And so there's something in Fargo, North Dakota, where we have our Thanksgiving this year, the same place where we did, with no knowledge whatsoever of all the things that we did and all the things that happened. But does it matter? No. There will be a spirit Thanksgiving left over. There will be turkey. There will be relish. There will be trimmings. And then, and then, there will be pie. And if somebody waves it off and says, no, I'm on a diet. i got a diet. i got to cut down. Everyone will laugh because <laughs> you can't be serious. Here, have two pieces. But you know what? I will. That's it. This has been The Rambles. I'm James Lowry.